Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for Tim. The Tim Weisberg Show on 1420 WBSM and streaming live on WBSM.com and the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message through the WBSM app. And now, WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg. So, in that intro, and welcome back in, by the way, it is hour number two of the program here on Thursday, as we are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe at 398 Main Street in Fairhaven. But right before I start speaking in that intro, in that ACDC song, Brian Johnson saying, shoot down. What he should be saying is chow down, because that's what I was doing during the break. Trying all of the great food uh, laid out before me here at Mystic Cafe. We have the, and again, you can see the photos of this on the WBSM Facebook page and on our Instagram account. You just go there and you click on the story. So you click on our profile picture, which is our, our logo. You click on that and it'll load up all these photos for you to see. But I'm chowing down on the Mystic Steak, which is two eggs over sirloin steak with house gravy that they make right here. Toast, home fries. Uh, also, the Almond Joy Crepes, homemade Bavarian cream with toasted almond and coconut topped with a chocolate drizzle. Uh, the Portuguese-style Eggs Benedict, which is your, your poached eggs on top of linguiça, peppers, and onions on an English muffin topped with hollandaise sauce and their Portuguese sauce, which you have to come and try for yourself. Also, I was talking with the folks here during the break, and of course, we're talking about Mystic Cafe, but right across the street, they also have The Shack. And The Shack is open on the weekends, and you know what they make there? They make homemade malasadas there. So you can go and get those Saturdays and Sundays. They bake all their own sweet bread here. They have a bunch of it out here for sale. Uh, it's fresh baked yesterday, and you can come and get it today. It is, I'm looking at the size of these loaves. They're amazing. So you can come on down here. You can get a great breakfast. On the weekends, you can get some malasadas, you can get some sweet bread, you can get all kinds of things here. And you'll be able to get it all later on today for half price because coming up at noon, we will have a special deal for you at SeizeTheDeal.com where you can get $25 to Mystic Cafe for just twelve fifty. So you want to make sure that you take advantage of that because I think these are going to sell out quick. Based on how much people have been enjoying this, you are absolutely going to want to come down here you are absolutely going to want to get that deal as quickly as you can. So we got an app chat message here uh, during the break. Dan in New Bedford says, you should have them make you a meat lover's cheese roll. It's very good. See, so Dan's been down here. He knows what we're talking about. He knows how good the food is here at Mystic Cafe, and you can find out for yourself as well. So we were talking in the first hour. Uh, we kind of, I looked back a little bit at the, Ward 3 debate that happened last night on South Coast tonight. I believe it is the final time that the candidates will be uh, debating and, and meeting before Tuesday's election. So if you missed part of that, or if you missed any of it and you want to hear it all in its entirety, we have the podcast up. 
It's at WBSM.com. It is on the app. It is wherever you get your podcast from. The entire first hour was the candidates debate, commercial free, moderated by Marcus Farrow, Chris McCarthy, and Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light. And then the second hour, they did kind of a, a post-game wrap-up of the debate. And things got a little bit heated between Chris and Jack, but don't worry, everything's okay. Uh, they all left as friends, but you can hear that as well. And then in the third hour, uh, they talked with uh, Representative Chris Hendricks about some of his committee assignments and, and some other things as well. But if you are a Ward 3 voter, you definitely want to listen to that debate. And I was saying before, it, I came away from it thinking like there, there really isn't a lot of difference between the way the candidates stand on a, a number of the issues, including ones that directly affect the ward. So I think no matter which person emerges victorious on Tuesday, Ward 3 is going to be in pretty good hands. Uh, they've got people there, w whether it be uh, Sean Oliver or Carmen Amaral, people who want to serve, people who want to come in without an agenda and listen to the people of the neighborhoods and vote the way that the ward feels about certain issues. And, of course, there will both be uh, newcomers to it. They're, they're both political newcomers, so they'll be new to how everything operates on the council. Uh, so I would say, you know, you've, you've got to expect there's going to be some adjustment time, but then right after that, it's going to be time to launch another campaign because that seat is up for grabs again this fall. So uh, whoever is not victorious on uh, Tuesday will probably still be able to be in the race because I'm sure it's going to be close. I'm hoping that it'll be a higher voter turnout than the preliminary, but the weather might play a factor in that. So if you, um, if you are a Ward 3 voter, you know, try to make your plans accordingly to get down there and be able to cast your vote in case the weather is a little bit iffy. But we'll keep an eye on it. We'll keep you up to date on it. Uh, but go back and listen to that podcast, listen to those conversations, and see you know, if, if one candidate does stand out for you over another, and, uh, and let me know. You know, we'll be talking about this uh, all the way up until all the way up until Tuesday, and of course on Tuesday night we will have your live election coverage on South Coast tonight. Uh, we'll have our reporter Adam Bass covering the election down at City Hall, and we will have live reaction from everything going on on South Coast tonight. So that's the great thing about having that program is no longer do we have to wait until the next morning to be able to bring you election results or only be able to direct you to get them online. We can have it all happening in real time on the air as the results are coming in. And, of course, being just a ward race uh, and not as many votes to count, it'll be easier to get you all that information quickly before the show goes off the air. If you remember in the fall when we had the election, we were mostly looking, you know, mostly following along with the sheriff's race and trying to get the results on that. And in that particular race, uh, it was very close, and some of the votes came in later, so they had to actually stay on later to be able to get you a winner before the end of the night. But with this race, I think we would know sometime in the, if not in the 8 o'clock hour, definitely in the 9 o'clock hour, and be able to, to have you know who the winner is live on the air. So one of the valuable services that we can offer uh, as part of that program, and aside from it just being hugely entertaining, and always a good time, especially when things get heated like they did last night. So if you want to call in with any thoughts on that, 508-996-0500 or whatever else is on your mind, uh, we can talk about any of the other issues. Of course, tonight the city council is meeting, and tonight they will 
take up the mayor's uh, proposed ordinances that he would talked about with us yesterday, including capping off some of those salary reclassifications, because as you remember, some of them went up multiple steps. And he, you know, the city council chose to put those up multiple steps. And he is calling for them all to be up, I think he said no higher than, than two steps above the, um, the base rate. So he is pushing for that. He's also pushing for an abolishment of the 10% salary penalty for non-city residents and managerial roles. So that way there, if somebody comes in to fill one of these positions that are open, that are in this unit C classification, if they're coming from another community and they already own a home and they don't want to have to relocate to New Bedford, they won't have to be subjected to that 10% penalty where they would have to give up 10% of their income just because they don't live in the city. Uh, it's something that, you know, when it first was talked about, I, I thought then, how can you do this? And they passed it, and it's been in effect now for a number of years. The mayor has said, you know, he's against it overall, but it's also been a problem where um, you can't find people now. You can't find people to fill these roles, and now you're going to put this extra restriction on there? So and and the salaries are not competitive until they started this reclassification. So then what? So now you're saying, okay, well you're going to get paid less here to come here, and then oh, and by the way, you're also going to get paid ten percent less than what you should be getting paid because you don't live here. When you all know how much it costs to move, right? It's not cheap. I mean, I guess you can do it on the cheap, but still. There is a lot of costs associated with it. No, nobody's nobody's moving for I think less than a thousand dollars these days, and that's that's not even if you, you know, hire. That's not even hiring a mover, hiring a truck. That's just the cost of going back and forth and filling up your car and buying boxes or going out and finding boxes. All these different things. So, I think that you will see more interest in these positions. First of all, now that the salaries have been bumped up on them, but I think you'll see more interest in these positions if that 10% pay penalty is abolished. But I don't know how much the council will have an appetite for that. Mayor Mitchell said yesterday that in conversations he's had with some of the councilors that they are open to having that discussion. They're open to talking about possibly getting rid of that. I think that you wouldn't have had that a couple of months ago. So maybe now is the time to try and do it. Will he be able to get enough counselors that'll be a different story uh nana in rochester said maybe you should tell the voters where they can vote uh well listen unfortunately i don't know all the polling locations in ward three uh we can get a list of those and we can provide them but i don't i don't have those off the top of my head uh people who are out voting uh and have done it over the years just will warn you that because of some of the the redistricting that happened, you might not be voting in the same places. Or, and, you know, they, they move poll places around sometimes because somebody doesn't want to host it anymore and they have to move it around. So it might not be the same place that you went before. Um, but we will get you some of those places so that you'll be able to know where to go. Um, I wish it was as simple as it is in a town like Rochester, Nana, or in Wareham where I can just say, okay, you know, Precinct 1, you're going to the town hall. Precinct 2, you're going to, uh, what was it, the library. I'm trying to think of all the different uh precincts that they had over the years precinct three used to be the mine at forest school precinct six i remember was the elks club um 
you know, the, now the Minded Forest School is East Wareham School, so it's, I, I don't know if they're still allowing it in there. I, it's been a long time since I went around and delivered lunch to all of the precincts. <laughs> So I can't tell you, but it's it's a lot it's it's a lot more complicated like than that with the wards because they have all the it's it's basically neighborhood polling places. So it's not like there's one two three places where everybody goes. There's multiple different places, but we will get that list and share it with you. Uh, the other part of it too is if if there is significant snow Monday night, which I saw one prediction. I think it was weather.com said it would be something like. Three to five inches Monday night, and then another like three to five inches on on Tuesday. Uh, I saw on AccuWeather this morning they were saying like three and a half inches on Monday night, and then rain on Tuesday. So I don't know. Like, no matter what, if it's an inclement weather day, that's going to slow voting down. It just does. People open up the window and they look outside and they say, "Ah, I don't feel like going down to the polling place." Other people will just be restricted. If there's that much snow, um, even three inches, that might restrict them enough because maybe they're walking. Maybe maybe they don't have transportation. Um, maybe they depend on you know, an Uber ride to get them to the polling place, and the Ubers aren't out there as much because it's bad weather. You know, So I think that that can have an impact. I'm hoping that it'll be a good turnout, but, of course, we know that we've been struggling to get a good turnout. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, 508-996-0500. If you want to come on down here and hang out with me, I'm at the Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. Uh, maybe I'll even share some. No, I'm not going to share my breakfast with you. You can get your own, and you can, because everything here just sounds so good. Let me just give you a couple of other things off the menu. You know, I'm I'm trying the Eggs Benedict Portuguese style, but they also have, and uh, and one of my friends, uh, uh, these are famous. They're known. Style. Uh, two poached eggs served over sofrito, salsa, cheddar cheese, and an English muffin topped with hollandaise sauce. And they also have Eggs Benedict Bernadette style. Two poached eggs served over sirloin steak and English muffin topped with hollandaise sauce. Uh, those are just the Benedicts. They also have omelets, uh, some pre, you know, some um, pre-suggested omelets as well as build-your-own omelet. Uh, they have crepes, they have waffles, they have pancakes, they have French toast. Uh, I'm having some of the Almond Joy crepes, which is made with their homemade Bavarian cream. So good. Again, where can you get Bavarian cream anymore? But this is one of those places where you can because they make it here themselves. So uh, these are just some of the breakfast items you can get. Of course, you can get these cheese rolls, sandwiches. They even have a kid's menu for breakfast. Who has a kid's menu for breakfast, right? So let's take a phone call here. Let's see if we can get it working. Uh, good morning. You are on WBSM. Hello. Hi, Tim. It's Catherine. Um, I have had breakfast there a few times and it is very good I've, um, what's your favorite thing for breakfast Catherine well poached eggs which not everybody can uh, can make properly uh, or at least the, the way somebody wants them and uh, so that that in itself if you like poached eggs that's a good place to go because like I said some places wreck them either they overcook them or they or they you dribble out of your plate so um, so enjoy 
I would be remiss if I didn't call, hopefully for the last time, about uh, people calling the city council office if they have an opinion about uh, the mayor's uh, uh, ordinances proposed sent to the uh, city council for tonight's meeting at 7. If people don't want to go to the meeting or can't go to the meeting, they can call, or they should anyway, call their city councilors today um, and let them know what they think about uh, the 10% penalty for non-residents uh, being uh, employees being penalized. Um, and also if they would, uh, how they feel about um, getting the salary uh, percentages uh, reduced from the 25% cap that the city council sought fit to uh, to settle on uh, last and, meeting. And I, I think that, you know, the, as Council President Morad said, they will hear these tonight at the meeting, but... Um, I don't know when you know. I don't know how quickly they'll take action, if at all, on these things. But I think with all of the pushback that's been there, you know, if they gave in to pushback before to knock it down from fifty-three percent to twenty-five percent, then I think they've got to give in to the public pressure again because you're not the only voice that's been out there on this. There's been a lot of people complaining, and I and I don't know how they can stand in the face of that and and let mm -hmm. these salary reclassifications stand the way they are. Not if they want to be reelected again, that's for sure. I would not vote for anybody who, who keeps it at 25% cap. Um, no, and I'm glad there are a lot of other people talking. I appreciate it. But even, you know, even though uh, they are feeling the pressure, there's no harm in get, applying more pressure by calling today. That's for sure. Um, Absolutely. I, hope it's, I do hope it's the last time I, have, I feel the need to call about that. I'd love to go on to some other discussion. <laughs> Well, we love having you, so I hope that even if this issue is settled, that you will keep calling in on other things as well. I will. I will. Thank mm -hmm. you. All right. Well, you have okay. a good day. You too. Bye. And, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hang up on you. Everything's a little bit different over here. Get a little delay. Um, so, and one other thing I'll mention, too, is we talked about this earlier in the week. It's not just a matter of calling your city councilors either. They're very responsive on social media, many of them. So if you, you know, if you want to, you know, message their Facebook pages or send them, a, a, some, send them something on Instagram or Twitter or what have you, they're also responsive to text messages. Their cell phone numbers are usually listed on the city council webpage. You know, they usually have their home number and they'll put their cell phone number as well. So you can reach out to them and just let them know. I mean, obviously, don't spam them with a whole bunch of messages, but just, you know, sound off, let them know how you feel, and then they can take that into account when when they place their votes on, on that issue. So, again, we will have uh, Adam Bass will be covering that tonight, and I'm sure he'll be calling into South Coast tonight with some updates on that. And, of course, he'll have a story for you later on this evening as well. And uh, there's some other news that we're following around into um, that I'm digging into that hopefully I will have for you uh, tomorrow on the program. Uh, but, um, you know, at, at the very least, we should have some some idea of where the discussion is headed on those salary reclassifications. All right. I do have to take a break. When we come back on the other side, we can talk more with you at 508-996-0500 or hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. We'll be back in a few moments as we're broadcasting live here from the Mystic Cafe. We are located at 398 Main Street in Fairhaven. Come on by. There's a couple of open tables. Come have breakfast with me. Come jump on the microphone. Let me know how you feel. Or at the very least, let me know what it is that you're having for breakfast here because everything 
is amazing. We'll be back in just a few moments. Stay tuned. New Bedford's News Talk Station. We are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe. Come on down and join us. We're at 398 Main Street in Fairhaven. We will have a special Seize the Deal for you coming up at noon. $25 for just $12.50. But come on down. It's a great place. Great food. Great atmosphere. Come join us. Hang out with us. Join in the conversation. Jump on my open microphone. But if you can't do that, you can call us 508-996-0500 or hit us up on app chat on the WBSM app. So I was talking about the the um, the mayor's proposed ordinance of abolishing the 10% pay penalty for people in management positions that don't live in the city. And the 10% pay penalty is for the first 10 years of employment by the city. So if you are coming in at an entry-level position, if you were coming in as someone who was, uh, I, I don't know, like a, a entry-level data specialist, then having that 10% pay penalty, first of all, it's, it's probably not going to hurt you as much because if your pay is, you know, I, I don't even know what they would be paying for that position in today's market, but let's just say you came in at $30,000. So you're going to lose $3,000 if you don't live in the city. And you're going to pay that for, for 10 years. You're essentially going to lose, over the course of that 10 years, a year's salary. And, but maybe that's not a big deal if you are just starting out. If you are a young person who doesn't own a house yet, and you know, for you and, 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 and your family, it doesn't make sense to have to move into the city yet. And so... You can afford to take that hit. And then in 10 years, you can decide where you're going to live, and you can live anywhere because by that point, that penalty is over. So it wouldn't even matter. But we're talking about management positions. We're talking about people who are not entry level. We're talking about people who have already proven that they can do this job elsewhere or have had qualifications elsewhere that make them a good candidate to move into a position like this. These are not people who are just starting out. These are not people who would be able to just pack up and move because they probably already laid roots somewhere. They probably already have children in a school system or have already purchased a home. And so I, I think it's always been an unfair ask to, to tell them, we want you to live in the city or cough up 10% of your salary. And on top of that, 10% of that salary is certainly a lot different than 10% of an entry-level salary. So when people are talking about 10% of a, I don't know, dollars $80,000 salary, that's a little bit more significant than the person who is just starting out. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. You said when they buy a house, this new generation... I don't think mm -hmm. they're ever going to be buying houses. Uh, I mean, I think the market will probably adjust at some point a little bit. A little bit. It's going to have to adjust a whole lot of bit for these young people to be able to afford houses with the prices of things uh, today. I don't know. I know five people who have bought houses in the last year. Well, oh, uh, you know, between 2022 and the beginning of 2023. Yeah, I'm, I don't think they were probably very young. Well, some of them were in their mid-20s. Some of them were closer to my age. All right. Well, 
good luck with that one. I don't. Look I mean, I, I will, I'll say this. Look, is very bleak for this generation buying houses. Well, I'll. I'll I'll say this: It's definitely two people in with professional salaries that are bringing in, you know, significant amounts of income. Right. You know, they're each making, people, you know, combined they're making at least one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 It's it, it's not two people, you know, making minimum they're making, wage. They're not making thirty grand a year in in buying a house. Mm -hmm. You can't even get an apartment yourself on thirty grand a year. Right. <laughs> well, I Good mean, you could. You could, you could, you could afford it. You could find a, no, 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 no. What I mean is, then you won't have a car. You won't have cable TV, and maybe you won't have a cell phone. Yeah, and some a month rent. And some people might be willing to make those sacrifices to be able to do that. The problem is, the landlord looks at your income and says, "Oh, you don't make three times the the rent, so I don't want to let you in." Right. You know, like you might be able to make those sacrifices, but they're not even giving you the opportunity to do so because they're worried about getting somebody in there that'll be able to pay it. And 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 they're, so. and they're saying that the the minimum wage shouldn't go up. I don't know if it should go up or it shouldn't go up. If the prices of everything's going to keep going up, then wages are going to have to go up, uh, and you can't sustain that. It's different. Would you support the idea? Would you support the idea of a cap on rents? Damn right. Yeah, now the other side of that is that people. If you make under a certain amount of money. Well, I mean, that's what affordable housing is, but everybody cries when they want to build more affordable housing in a community. Because they're a bunch of idiots and they only care about themselves. And that's what's wrong with this country. Uh, it's all about me, 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 me. I mean, I can't disagree with that. And it's very sad and we're in a very bad way. Whether you're a Democrat, Republican, it doesn't matter. We're all in the same boat. No, nope, absolutely. Sorry. All right, I'm well, sorry to put a grim no. outlook on it, but I'm always talking the truth. No, I, and I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, thank you for the call. You have a good day. Something, something drastically needs to be done in this country and has to be done very, very soon. Oh, we're we're going to be in a real bad way. All right, Tim, you have a great day. Take it easy. And uh, if you want to call in 508-996-0500, you can do so. But that is, I mean, that is the truth. That uh, p There needs to be affordable housing for people. And then you look at something like that case about what's going on in Middleborough. People start freaking out about it. And listen, affordable housing is different than the some of the... Um, you know, completely subsidized housing that people think of. Affordable housing just means that there are so many units that are capped for people that make a certain income. You still need to have income to be able to get it. You can't be a deadbeat and, and get one of these homes and have somebody else pay the rent for you. You are responsible for paying for your rent. The problem is, is you just can't stay there if you start making over that amount which is fine because hopefully if you're making over that amount, you can afford the regular rent. That's what they're talking about when they're talking about building some of these these units. You know, we talked about the one that they want to build at Edaville. And out of that, that, um, that building, and I forget exactly what the percentage was, but it wasn't because Carver doesn't have the 10% that they're required to have. It was something more like, I think it was like 18 or maybe even 30% of the housing that was going to be built at Edaville would be considered affordable and it just means that it's capped at a certain amount of income level and 
they did the same thing when they built the new uh, apartments by the Marriott and Wareham, where they had a certain number of those be affordable. And people, there's still there are people that go to work every day, like you and me, but they just don't make as much uh, or make enough to afford some of those fancier, higher end apartments. You know, theirs might not have all the same amenities as the other ones, but it you know it's like the difference of when you go to buy a car. Maybe you can go out and you can buy. You know, that um, that Ford F-150 that you've had your eye on for years, but you just can't afford right now to get it with all the extra options. And so that's 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 kind of the way that they're laying it out. And we need to have more of that. I don't know how I feel about, you know, having rent caps. I think that it's, it's certainly in this market it's necessary for right now until we adjust things. But then the other side of that, too, is it does hurt the free enterprise of people who are landlords. Uh, and their costs go up too. Now, if you can work out a system where, okay, you're willing to cap your rent, and if you're willing to cap your rent, well, then the municipality, you own that property, and we'll cap your taxes. And they'll make sure that it's a fair ratio. And as long as you have that capped rent, you will have capped property taxes. I don't know why we can't work out something like that, because they're offering that service to those renters and they can get a benefit for doing so without it costing them more where they say, okay, I'm going to cap my rents at $1,000 when I know I could get 1500 but now all of a sudden my taxes went up or my valuation went up, so, so I'm paying more in taxes. You know, if they could work out something like that, I'd, be, I'd think that'd be a great idea. And I think you would actually have a lot of landlords that would be all for that because, first of all, it means better planning on their purposes uh, and it means more opportunity for them to have all of their units filled instead of having them be $1,500 and people struggling to be able to get into them. So just one thing that you know pops off the top of my head. Take any thoughts you might have. 508-996-0500. Um, we got a app chat message from HT in New Bedford who says, for the amount of time Catherine calls about the New Bedford employee salary, I sure hope she is a resident of the city. She is. The 25% salary increase for someone making $100,000 is a bit different than stifling an employee that makes $35,000 a year that is struggling to make ends meet with inflation and high taxes. They should only be reviewing department heads. Well, that's the problem, HT, with this is it's not, it's not those $35,000 people that were getting these extra steps. It was people that were being rewarded for longevity in those positions, um, even though the council will argue that that's not necessarily the case. You know, that's how, how it's being portrayed. So the people who are making $100,000 don't need to have them themselves go up multiple steps. Uh, and, and the mayor is saying, too, like two steps is fine. And that's kind of what they were looking for in this adjustment. They were looking to be able to have not be able to offer $35,000, but to be able to offer $50,000 for a position because that's what the competitive price is on the market. So it's not a matter of, you know, whether or not that $100,000 person needs to make 25% more, it's a matter of whether or not they can get the people at those levels, uh, at the lower levels, to match what they would get elsewhere, to make it worth their time to come to New Bedford. But it was used as an opportunity to say, well, since we're changing some of these around, we should give this people this and give these people that, and this person gets this and this person gets that, without any real um, discussion and explanation as to why that was the case. And I think that's what uh, upsets people the most more than anything. They're seeing people who are getting salary increases, salary reclassifications, uh, that mean an increase of more 
than the average person has ever seen at any one time in their job without you know changing positions to some in a, in a major step up. So that's why it's really hard for people to absorb that, especially when you have to raise the prices of those lower-paid employees. There's no question about that. That has to be done. So if you have to do that because you need to fill those positions, then just adding this extra bonus opportunity or these you know these extra steps unnecessarily to other positions is just spending the taxpayer's money with with no re- for no reason. And again, I'm not saying that they don't do a great job and that they probably don't deserve more than they're getting paid. But this isn't about giving people, you know, they 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 take exception when we use the term raises, pay raises in our story. We get told it's not a pay raise, it's a salary classification. Okay, but if it's just a salary classification, why do you need to reclassify salaries that are already getting paid pretty well for what they do? That's a raise. That's giving somebody a raise. 508-996-0500. Or you can hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. we got to take a break, but we are broadcasting live here from Mystic Cafe, 398 Main Street in Fairhaven. Come on by and join us. And uh, we'll talk to you right after the break. No, here WB. Back in. We are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. Come on down and join us. Uh, so listen, it's a little bit too late in the day, but when you get here early, they have an early bird special menu. When you come in and you walk in, there's a big whiteboard on the right-hand side of the restaurant, and on that is all of their early bird specials that you can get Monday through Friday from 6 to 8.30. Very special deals there. And they always have different ones up there. They also have weekly specials. They have things that you can get just for the course of that week. And these items all include coffee. And I'm going to give you some of the weekly specials that they have right now. This uh, this stuff just sounds incredible. Uh, they have the River Benny. It's bacon, tomato, onions, olives with two poached eggs topped with hollandaise sauce on an English muffin. Philly cheesesteak omelet. Western cheese roll. Veggie scrambler. Check this out. Two Fluffernutter French toast. Two French toast stuffed with peanut butter and marshmallow fluff. Come on now. Uh, two Chunky Monkey Pancakes. That's banana, chocolate chip, and walnuts. They have a pistachio waffle. They have peanut butter banana crepes. They have a croissant sandwich special, which is bacon, tomato, red onion, egg, cheese, spicy guacamole on a croissant. The Mystic Monty ham, egg, cheese on sweetbread French toast. I mean, a Monte Cristo sandwich is already an incredible meal to have. Are you going to put it on sweet bread French toast? Come on now. And they have the breakfast quesadilla with a choice of ham, bacon, sausage, or linguisa with peppers, onions, and cheddar cheese. And because on the weekends, they have the malasadas that they make over at the shack. On weekends, on the special weekly menu, you can get the bellasada. That's malasada French toast. Come on now. I guess I got to get up early on Saturday morning. Can't sleep till noon this week. 508-996-0500. By the way, you can get all of this at half price by getting our deal that goes on sale live at noon at SeizeTheDeal.com. You can get $25 to Mystic Cafe for just twelve fifty. You can't go wrong with that. So if you want to call in, 508-996-0500. We're here for another hour. If you want to come by and if you want to take part in the conversation, I have an open microphone. You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Uh, we were talking about the Ward 3 race. We were talking about the debate last night that the Ward 3 candidates had on South Coast tonight, which you can hear on the podcast. We were talking about the um, city council meeting tonight in which 
the salary reclassification issue, the, the ordinances proposed by Mayor Mitchell, which he discussed with us yesterday, are on the agenda to discuss tonight. We will have Adam Bass there covering it. Uh, he always live tweets it as well, which you can follow him on Twitter at Adam Bass of Mass if you want to follow along with his live tweets from the meeting. And you can also expect that he'll have a story uh, sometime this evening as well with some more information. And we can talk about all of that and more. We can also talk about the article that I have up at WBSM.com and on the app about some Rocky Point memories. As I mentioned earlier, I found a, a video in one of the the Facebook groups that I'm in that's Rocky Point Memories. Uh, somebody posted a video that they made a couple of years ago where they took some photos from 1974 and interspersed that with some video of what the park looks like today. They still have a few little remnants of the park there. It's now a state park, but they have a few little remnants there within the green space for you to check out and some signs explaining what they used to be. But you can see it in all of its glory in these photos from 1974. So for a lot of you, that's going to take you right back to your childhood, going to Rocky Point. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, you wanted to have a little something different than just going to Lincoln Park. You know, you go to Lincoln Park all the time. Maybe you want to have a different day, and, and, and Rocky Point was not that far. And I don't think Lincoln Park had nearly as catchy of a jingle as Rocky Point. I watch that Rocky Point commercial all the time, like probably more than I should, because that song just gets stuck into my head and I have to hear it. You know, come with your family. I'd play it for you, but I don't have YouTube access out here on the road. But uh, you can check it out at WBSM.com and on the app. we got to take our final break, and then we'll be right back as we are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. If you want to hear everything, we are broadcasting live from Mystic Cafe on Main Street in Fairhaven. Come on by. I'm going to be trying the Monty, the Mystic Monty, ham, egg, cheese on sweet bread French toast. I'm going to put the photo up on it on our Instagram and Facebook story so you can check it out for yourself. Come on down and have one, though. Uh, I'll be here for another hour, and then at noon, we will have that special Seize the Deal for you where you will get, uh, you'll be able to get $25 to Mystic Cafe for just twelve fifty. So come on down. And don't forget, to come on down on the weekends. Get those malasadas over at the shack, or come on by and try the bellasada on the special menu. So many great meals here, so much great stuff. Come on by and check it out. So what's going to happen in the next hour? Well, we're going to have the phone lines open for you at 508-996-0500. Follow Catherine's lead. Listen. Trust me on this. City councilors are listening to this program. If you want to sound off about those salary reclassifications and if you want to sound off about Mayor Mitchell's proposed ordinances to change those salary reclassifications and to abolish that 10% uh, income penalty, call in because your counselors will hear your voice. Of course, you want to reach out to them directly as well, but they'll hear you here on the radio too, I promise. Also, when we come back in the next hour, we can take your phone calls on whatever else is on your mind, 508-996-0500, or you can hit us up via app chat on the WBSM app. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.